We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also follow me on Twitter. This week's guest is Heather Breadlove. Heather grew up striving for the perfect life, a fairy tale romance, the perfect family, and a successful career. But while working her way through the checklist, she found a disconnect. The person she was at home was not the person she was at work, nor even the person she is. She's now found excitement in bringing full self to every aspect of her life. Through Shine Your Bright, she hopes you find the peace and courage to do the same. Heather, welcome to the show. Hey, Lori. Thank you for having me today. I am excited for this conversation. I think you've got a really fascinating topic here. Um, But first, can you just tell us a little bit more about what the checklists we all kind of have for our lives are? Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's why and how Shine Your Bright came to be. I, a little bit about me. I grew up with what I consider a white picket fence family. I met my husband in college. I knew I had my my checklist in front of me. I was going to graduate high school, go to college, start my career, married by 25, children by 32. And I, I think a lot of us grew up with our our life put before us and we just worked down the checklist, constantly striving to hit that next little notch. And for me, what happened is I, I made it right up and got married at 25, just like I had always wanted to do. And we got back from our honeymoon and three weeks later found out that my father had stage four cancer and we were going to lose him. Mm-hmm. And he was gone by Thanksgiving. And then there was that realization that he wouldn't be around to, to see most of my adult life. He wouldn't see grandchildren. And so that kind of hit me with a little bit of a, a detour in life, right? Where life wasn't the way I pictured it or imagined. And then going forward, we found out that we weren't necessarily going to be able to have children and navigating again, that checklist that a little girl dreams of her whole life. It didn't happen. So how did I navigate my life to still have those joys and find out who I was and happiness, even though it wasn't necessarily happily ever after, like I thought it'd be. Wow. Yeah. I, um, interesting. I mean, there's always hurdles. <laughs> there <laughs> there really are, right. Are. And you don't necessarily, I mean, my generation was all about the Cinderella life and mm-hmm. you had it planned out for yourself and it doesn't always work out that way. And I'm not sure I'd had those conversations with the adults in my life when that happened. So tell us what it means to shine your bright. 
So as I had gone and navigated through kind of the detours in my checklist, I had, we were also going through a really tough time in our marriage and knock on wood, I'm so blessed that our life has turned out this way. We celebrate 19 years of marriage tomorrow. Cool. Congrats. Thank you. But we also kind of laugh about, we've been married and divorced five times. Fortunately, we just remarry the the new us. And But shine your bright, I had hit a point where our marriage was super hard. I had grown up with what I said, white picket fences. Tommy, my husband, had grown up in a more volatile lifestyle. And I guess we both thought that marriage would really mirror what it was for our parents and not necessarily be what we what we wanted our marriage to look like. And we went through some marriage counseling. We went through really a lot of just trial. And we kept finding out that we had to deal with kind of the way we had grown up in our past. And I had put a lot of time in keeping it together, like making sure my career was afloat, keeping my marriage looking great on the outside at least. And when we finally got to our breaking point, Tommy had gone to a living centered program in Tennessee and spent a week really kind of diving back into his history and working through how he had grown up and it made such an impact on him. And we call that kind of the ground, the, the starting point for the life he's got now. I ended up going to the same program and I remember driving up to Tennessee and talking to my best friend on the phone. And I was like, you know, I really don't have to go deal with all of this. I could just go to a beach for a week and he'd never know the difference, right? Can I pretend? But I I manned up and I went. And one of the afternoons they did horse therapy. And with the horse therapy, it, I I didn't realize it's such a reflection on how people engage in their life is how they interact with these horses. And I saw some people who would try to manhandle the horse, right? And the the horse would just, wouldn't have it. Then there were some that were very timid and afraid of the horse. So again, it, it wasn't working with what they were trying to do. My experience with the horse was, I felt like we were almost negotiating with each other. And we started kind of building trust as I would lead him around the ring he would get more comfortable and we were really working together. And what happened is I started to feel this glow in my chest and I didn't, embarrassingly enough, I didn't necessarily recognize that it was pure joy because it had been so long since I had been in an equal and balanced relationship where I could open up for myself. And then I also didn't necessarily know that I've been missing it because I was trying to just keep that checklist afloat and keep my life perfect on the outside. It was a shock when I really started to feel that. And it planted a seed. I didn't necessarily walk away from there 
going all in and just happy and loving life. But it did make me realize that it had been a minute since I felt that. And the visual I had in my, my head was very much this glow coming from within. And that's how Shine Your Bright was born. And I created a, a movement really around how can you find joy in yourself and happiness in yourself just in your ordinary everyday life without necessarily making sure everybody at work is happy, everybody at home is happy and really putting yourself on the back burner. So I think that's what Shine Your Bright means to me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's a great story. Thank you. Um, a little long-winded. But yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> it, it, the point is made, and that's what's important. Um, yeah, interesting um, and intriguing, actually. I'm just curious on what that experience would be like for me <laughs> as, you're, as you're talking through it. Um, so, Heather, uh, the show here is all about networking, and um, my goal is to help alleviate any fears that someone may have when they hear that word networking. So, can you share with our listeners your most successful or favorite networking experience that you've had? Absolutely, and I, I always, I've always been a little fearful of networking. My husband is amazing at it, and we both grew up in the business world. But my most amazing networking experience, I would say, it's probably what what's coming to mind is being open to just have a conversation. And what I've really been almost surprised by is when I've had a con- an open conversation and not really think about the networking of you know, what, what is your job? Can you help me with your job? But if you can go down a a little deeper and start to understand what a person is excited about and what are their fears and really take some of the career out of it. For me, some of my best relationships have been where business relationships have turned into something more. I know even yesterday, someone that I had met through networking, just he and his wife showed up and we've been through a little bit. They had a, a child that at 11 years old faced some struggles, but to go past the, this is my tax return that I need done and to have them come visit and really talk about being on the other side of their 11 year old's health issues and having conversations with the 11 year old as well as the business network person, as well as his wife, is so truly special and magical to me. So I think that's where I find the beauty in the networking is when you let all of the 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 career necessarily fall apart and go in a little deeper, and it's more about the whole the relationship with the mm-hmm. people than getting the work done. Totally. A hundred percent. It's a, it is, it's about building the relationship and finding some common ground to some extent. Um, And not um, necessarily about just closing a deal. And I think when I started in my business world, it was more about what can you do for me to help me get to that next level of my career rather than what can I do for you in humanity? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So 
regardless of the size of your network, it's extremely important to stay in front of and nurture these relationships. How do you go about doing that? So it, it is so easy to get caught up in your to-do list every day and mm-hmm. to really forget about your network. I make it a point to reach out and not send text messages. I make sure to call someone in my network every day, especially now that or when quarantine happened mm-hmm. and that human touch was really missing. Just taking the time to make the phone call, have the conversation. What you'll find when you start doing that is most people are shocked that their phone's even ringing mm-hmm. because text message is so popular right now. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that's so nice to just pick up the phone and have a conversation with someone um, and, and not doing it on Zoom, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, and one of my best friends a few months ago, she was like, I miss talking to people. And I'm like, well, why don't you call me? She goes, nobody calls anybody anymore. And (laughs) (laughs) she's like, and I just figure you're too busy to talk. And that's when it triggered. I'm like, I am never, if I am too busy to talk to my favorite people in life, then I'm losing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting way to position it, but I agree with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Heather, what advice would you offer that business professional who's looking to grow their network? I would say be open. Um, Don't, I think you'd be surprised at where you could meet people. And if it is just talking to someone while you're in line at the coffee shop, have that conversation. Don't be afraid some people might be shocked that you start talking to them, but wherever you are, you never know who you're going to meet and think of how many people you pass on a daily basis at the grocery store. And if you can just smile and say, hi, how are you doing? And just strike up a conversation. You never know that could be your next big introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much truth in that. It, 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 the new relationships come from so many unique um, instances that happen. Mm-hmm. So just being open to it, I think, is what's important. Absolutely. So obviously, digital networking has been kind of the, the way of the world fairly recently. Um, but between digital networking and traditional networking, which one do you find more value in? So for me, Lori, I think I find a lot more value in the traditional networking and they both work, especially now, but with myself and Shine Your Bright, when we're person to person, there's just that little bit of magic from being face to face that you might not get over digital. And we talk about such sensitive subjects. Sometimes it's a little harder to break that barrier down via digital. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can understand that. All right, let's have some fun questions here. So if you could All go right. back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Ooh, I would, I think I would take more time for fun in my career. I was what I considered super successful in when I started working through that checklist in that business life. But 
I think what was important to me, and I'll never forget, my uncle told me one day when I was trying to figure out what what I wanted to be when I grew up, he goes, there will always be death and taxes. So make sure you're in the healthcare professional or you're an accountant. Well, (laughs) (laughs) blood didn't work for me. So I went the accounting route and Mm -hmm. I was super good at it. And it's laid an entire platform out for me from a business perspective, it was the language of business. And, but what I would do differently is explore my creativity earlier and really self-expression and getting to know myself more. And from, if it's painting or trying something new, I think it's so easy to let some of those things go. And I'll, I'll go back to that when we're working our way through the checklist it is easy to keep striving to that and you might lose yourself while you're doing that. Yeah, I can understand that. And I, I can see how you lose, lose um, the opportunity to be creative. If you're trying right. to be super laser focused on, on your checklist. And I with shine your bright, the journal that we have, the tagline is a reintroduction to yourself and, to add a little more about that, when we hit a certain age and we've either done everything on that checklist or it's not available, you've detoured, right? You just can't make your way through it. Where do you start to figure out who you are again? And it could be super scary to start to look inside. And even from, you know, if you've been feeding your kids and eating their leftovers for years and years, you might not even know what your favorite food is in Mm -hmm. some degree. And that's why I love the shine your bright journalist because it gives you a little bit of a, a safe place to start to answer some questions and start to safely figure out who you are and make it a little less scary. I like that. I'm intrigued by that actually. I'm going to have to look that up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I will be happy to send one your way. I'll your oh, awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to take a look at that. Um, so, Heather, we've all heard of the six, de- six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you could do it in the sixth degree? Oh, my goodness. I think I could. And uh, narrowing that down to just one person. That's been tough for me. I've been thinking about this question for a while. And there are so many amazing people out there. And I, I know I'm hedging that question. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the game I like to play there is if I'm open to the people around me and I continue to have those conversations and networking, I like to follow the magic and see who I meet. Okay. And I, I, we've met some, and I learned that little ninja trick from my husband. He's met some pretty amazing people just because he's reaching out and he doesn't hesitate to do that. But yeah, I, I'd like to see what the magic has to offer rather than saying, I want to go meet, I mean, we all like Oprah, right? Who doesn't <laughs> want to meet Oprah? <laughs> oh yeah. She's definitely been referenced numerous times on the show. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the one that's gotten the most call out? She's up or there along with uh, Michelle Obama's been referenced a number of times. So yeah. <laughs> well, totally. You put those two together, you can have some serious magic going oh, on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me. What's something you'd like to ask me? Ooh, what would you have changed about your career path, if anything? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, I think I would have invested more time in trying to find a mentor. Um, I was very much, a, you know, I would say stubborn person who believed I could do everything on my own and figure it out on my own. <laughs> and, and the older I get, the more I realize there's the less I know and there's power in the relationships. And um, more importantly, there's wisdom that comes along with people that have had experiences already. So uh, that's probably a big, the biggest thing I, I would have done differently is found a mentor. That, and, you know, mentors can change through time too, right? The mentor you needed 10 years ago, you might actually end up outgrowing. And mm -hmm. that's why it's so fun to, to just have someone to bounce things off of. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a fun question. Thank you so much for that. Um, Heather, do you have any final word of advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Absolutely. I, I would start with my what's near and dear to my heart is grow and support yourself. And as you start to do that, and you can build up your confidence, because you know, really intimately who you are, going out and being in the world and starting those conversations will almost be more intriguing, because then you can you can also kind of use those conversations to mirror and learn more about yourself and say, wow, was I intimidated by this person and why? Or did I look up to this person and why? So I think the work there with your networking starts within. I love that. I think that's really important. That's really sound advice to share. Heather, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what is the best way that they can reach you? I can be reached at Heather at shineyourbright.com or my website uh, is shineyourbright.com. Love to have your follows on Facebook and Instagram as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. This is a ton of fun and you offered some fantastic insights to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. This has been absolutely a blessing to be here with you today. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Heather for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash social capital network. If you need me, send an email to Lori at Social Capital Podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.